what role does faith really play in receiving a miracle? So those are the three questions. And those are some very, very good questions. And um, when Brother Ryan asked me or told me that um, I was going to have the opportunity to answer questions about burning questions, well, I was, the Lord had already put some things on my heart to start studying. So I said, oh, it's going to be about the things the Lord had me study. And then he, came, he said, you're going to be talking about miracles. And I said, wow, miracles. I said, okay, well, I'm glad Brother Ryan asked me to talk about miracles because I am requesting a miracle, several miracles from the Lord um, right now. And so I studied, and Brother Friends told me this over a month and a half ago. And I've been asking the Lord to, to help me with this lesson. And these are the verses that um, he laid on my heart. And Brother Ryan was preaching this morning, and I said, Brother, I said, Lord, he's reading my notes as he's preaching. And so the, the Lord, the whole time the Lord gave me this message was um, the, the enemy is trying to keep us from believing the things that the Lord can do on our behalf. The Lord is faithful to his word, and so... Um, I'm going to share with you what the Lord has um, laid on my heart here. And um, I know that Jesus can answer each and every one of our prayers. And these are the things that the Lord had had me do over the last seven year, several years I've been serving the Lord. I have faith to believe because I have read the word of the Lord and believe that the word of the Lord is true. Um, throughout my years, the Lord has allowed me to witness to those around the world, not just here in Jonesboro. And um, one time he sent me to um, Belgium, and I went over there, or Germany, and it was just to tell a person that, hey, Acts 2.38 is true. And when I got there and I fulfilled what the Lord had called me to do, the person turned around and told me, he said, I already knew that. He said, I was already baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I said, why didn't you tell me? Because in 2003, the Lord sent me back to see him. Um, in 2008, excuse me, um, yeah, 2006, but back in 2003, I met him, and I was purposing in my heart to find out there was a God, and he never told me, and so the Lord sent me back to him to tell him that even though he didn't tell me, the Lord still allowed me to learn those things. The Lord has used me to lay hands on people, to um, heal people. The Lord has used me to pray for people, and they were healed. The Lord has used me to speak words of life to certain people so that they can be encouraged. And the Lord has even used me to raise someone from the dead. And when the Lord acts, I asked the Lord to do that. And when he opened up the door to do that, I froze. And it was for my uncle who had witnessed to him for two years. And the Lord allowed me to go there and pray for him. And everybody else was teaching another gospel saying, you don't need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Lord, while he was laying in the bed, the Lord gave him the revelation that he needed to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost. But he said everybody around him is telling him that that's not so. And so um, at the time when the Lord sent me back and I was traveling through the country and the Lord said, you need to stop in Greenville, Mississippi and see your uncle. So I went there. He was in the um, hospice. And I said, are you ready to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ right now? And he said, yes. So I went through all the, the nursing home and trying to find some place to baptize him. And then um, um, there was no place. So I called his wife and his wife said, don't baptize him. And so I didn't have authority over him. So she was the final word. And so my uncle passed away. And I said, Lord, it's not over yet because 
you are the final word. And so at the funeral and everything, and um, the, my aunt asked me to come up and speak, and I went up and spoke, and I told, all I did was testify what the Lord had done for my uncle and how he sent me to witness to him. And then the casket closed that they were taking him out. And I said, Lord, they just closed the casket. What are you going to do now? And I said, Lord, have them stop the casket. Well, guess what happened? The casket stopped and the lid came open and I froze. And I froze and I was saying like, what am I gonna do now? And then the casket cover stayed open for a while and I didn't go. And it bothered me till this day that I did not go because I asked the Lord. He opened up a door for me and I did not walk through it. And so when you have faith to believe that the Lord is going to do great things on your behalf, because the Lord said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Right. Well, he did it and I, I failed the Lord and I, and I failed my uncle. And so I'm here to tell you when the, when the devil comes in and tell you that the Lord cannot do the things that he say he can do, um, refuse it. Right. Believe the word of the Lord because the right. Lord can do great and mighty things. Nothing shall be impossible um, with the Lord. And so this song, um, I, I just want to sing here. It says, um, God can do anything, anything and everything. There ain't nothing that he cannot do. God can do anything, anything and everything. He can do anything but fail. The Lord can do everything. There's nothing too hard for the Lord to do. I want to be like my brother Peter when he said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, um, rise up and walk. And so as we talk, um, I just want to lay this on your heart too. Um, Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. And to the first question that was asked, to saying like, well, how come we don't see the miracles like they used to be in the New Testament or um, the miracles only for um, the apostles in the, the New Testament church, they're not for today. Well, the word of the Lord says he's the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. And so we want to believe the Lord. So the miracles that he was doing back in Genesis, um, back in Ezekiel time, um, Acts time, the Lord is still doing it today. All right, and the Lord said, And these signs shall follow those that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. It says, They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And they went forth, and this is the part. It says, They went forth, preaching everywhere, and the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. The Lord is still confirming his word today, all right? His, his word is what we can have um, faith in and hold on to and not let go, all right? And in Psalm 66 and 5, it says, Come and see the works of the Lord. He is terrible and is doing towards his children, the children of men. Now, I mentioned earlier about the devil trying to um, stop us from believing. And in 2 Thessalonians 2 and 19, 
2 and 9. It says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, all powers and signs of lying wonders. And it's important for us not to follow after wonders and signs because the Lord says during the last days there's going to be false prophets and um, preachers and different things like that. They're going to be doing wonders and we're going to, some people are going to follow after the wonders instead of following after the Lord. And it's important that we continue to seek after the Lord's kingdom and his righteousness and then everything else will be added unto us. So we don't want to follow after wonders. All right. And it goes on saying say in 1 John 3, 8, he said, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. And so we want to continue to follow after the word of the Lord. So you may be wondering, why am I talking about the mind of the devil during a lesson on miracles? Here's why. And the answer is in 2 Corinthians 2.11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant to his devices. And so it's important for us to be wise enough to know that when we speak faith and say, Lord, we need you to heal my grandson or my granddaughter right now, we have to have faith to believe that the Lord is going to do it. Because the devil is definitely going to say to you, he ain't going to do it. The Lord is not going to do it. So don't believe um, what the Lord is saying. So we're not ignorant to the devices of the devil. But I have great news for you today. The word of the Lord says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So when we speak the word, we have faith in the word, the Lord is going to fulfill his word in the lives of his, of his people. So we thank the Lord for that. All right, we know that the Lord is a healer. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, as Brother Ryan was saying this morning, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering a sight to the blind, and it set at liberty those that are bruised. And in Luke 5, 17, the Lord says, the word of the Lord says this, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was present to heal everyone. The power of the Lord was present to heal everywhere. Not, not some, not a few, but um, everyone. So we need to understand who is doing the miracles. All right. We believe the word of God. We have to have faith to believe the word of God. Because I said earlier, if you ask anything in the name of the Lord, he is going to do it. All right? And the enemy tried to come in and said, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. And so it's under- important for us to understand the power um, of the Lord. All right? And we don't follow signs. We just follow after the word of the Lord. And we seek after Jesus. All right. So... As I, um, Satan will make himself a false light. He will make himself a false light. He's trying to kill your faith in what the Lord can do. All right. This is a simple message. All right. But this is the word of the Lord. Now, therefore, stand and see the, the great thing which the Lord will do um, before your eyes. And like during the last days, <clears throat> um, there's going to be great signs and wonders according to what's in the word of the Lord. I don't know what those things are going to be. Some of you may not know what those things are going to be, but the word of the Lord said there's going to be great things done before the Lord returns. All right, we're going to bear witness to those things, and God also bearing witness to them, both with signs and wonders and with diver miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. 
But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. All right. And this here um, is not later faith. It's not tomorrow faith. It's now faith. Right. So this morning or several months ago, um, we had um, praise and worship going on. And there was a lady that came with um, Sister Pastor was over there in the corner over there. And so as I was coming down to say hello to somebody else and I was going out the back way, um, the Lord prompted me to say, go over to her and put your hand on her shoulder and say, the Lord is going to act on your behalf today. And so I didn't know. I just went over and did what the Lord said and, and kept on moving. Well, at the end of the service, um, I did not know that the lady could not walk. I didn't know that until she came out and she walked all across here and then walked back here and went around. And then at the end of the service, I think it was Pastor French said she couldn't walk at the beginning of service. Now, <clears throat> silver and gold have I none, but such I have give I unto thee. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And so I have asked the Lord many a time, just like the question I was asked here, I would ask the Lord to heal someone, and it, it didn't happen. And I said, well, Lord, why didn't it happen? Um, he, he never gave me an answer. And so I was like, pray for another person, and they didn't get healed. I prayed for another person, they didn't get healed. And I prayed for another person, they didn't get healed. But that did not discourage me because I know, I know that the Lord can move at any time. All right, and so when we're going through the altars here and working, working altar with working with the Lord, the Lord is the one that's going to do the miracle, right. not me. It's not going to be Pastor French or Brother Ryan. So we're not looking unto man; we're looking unto God um, for those things to happen. Right. And sometime when we're here in the altar, the enemies down there working too say, "No, don't believe that. Don't go lay hands on somebody." And when you're prompt, when you're prompt, and a thought comes to your mind, say, "You need to go over there and pray with." Sister Pino, don't say, oh, I don't think I should do that. All right. That's your opportunity for the Lord to use you for a miracle. Okay. And so no matter what the situation is, if the Lord prompt you, the, the devil's never going to tell you to go pray with somebody. All right. Only the Lord is going to say, go pray, with, put your hands on them. And sometime I, I, when certain words come to my mouth, um, like this morning, the one brother was in the altar and I, I, I said, Lord, I'm going to say it, and I say it, all right? And during the first altar call, I spoke those words, and then Brother Ryan came right back and preached and it confirmed everything. And then the brother came up to me after service and said, thank you so much. But it wasn't me. But I have faith in the Lord to say, just step out in faith and say what he said, say, and then move on. All right, and sometimes we have we have to do that. Right. Now, um, the Lord is sovereign, and I'm going to, as I close here, I'm going to close out with these, this prayer and this testimony. I was in Tampa, Florida, and I was leaving. I went up to the hospital and going through the rooms and praying with people. And I was up there for several hours, and I said, "Lord, I'm getting ready to go home." So he released me to go home. So I was leaving, and as soon as I got outside the door, a girl come running up. My daddy is dying. My daddy is dying. I was tired. 
And the Lord said, go with her. And so I went with her. And so I went all the way up the steps. I was not part of her family. I was not part of her family. They let me go into the um, ICU room and everything. And um, the guy was laying there on the bed. And he said he just had a stroke, an aneurysm. The blood vessels had busted in his brain and everything like that. And the nurses, um, they don't know what to do. And so the girl said, do something. And so laid my hands on him and said, Jesus, Jesus. help him. Yes. And the next thing you know, he sat up in the bed. To me at that time, I didn't know that was significant. And then the nurse came back in and said, why is he sitting up in the bed? She said, he should not be sitting up in the bed. And I was like, we just prayed for him. She said, oh. And she said, um, well, you have to go now. And so the daughter came out with me, and she said, thanks a lot. She said, um, can you come back? I said, yes, I'll come back tomorrow. And so the, I came back the next day, and then she said, my father's not eating. I said, well, we'll pray again. So I lay hand on, hands on him and pray for Lord to help him to meet, eat. And so the next thing you know, he was sipping, and a nurse came in. It's like, what's going on? When did he start eating? She said, just now. And so came back the next day. Now, remember, this guy just had a stroke. Blood vessels broken in his brain and everything. I came back the third day, and he wasn't there. And I came back and said, nurse, where's the guy that was in the room? They said, oh, we released him today. And so I said, wow. And so there was two things going on. There was another guy in another room, same three days. Um, he got released on the third day also. He had a heart attack. And I've been witnessing him for two years. And when I found out he was in the hospital, I rushed over there. And I prayed for him. And I could tell in his eyes that he knew he was about to die. And he said, will you pray for me? And I said, yes. And so the Lord healed him. He got out in three days also. But this is what's the difference between the two guys. One had faith to believe and continue to follow the Lord. The other one, when he got out the third day, the devil tricked him. He went back to doing drugs and he died that night. All right, so when the word of the Lord comes forth, it is powerful. It is powerful. We, have, we can have faith and trust to believe the word of the Lord and not doubt in it. The Lord says he's going to do it. He's going to do it. But even when you pray that prayer and it doesn't come to pass, you keep believing the word of the Lord. You don't doubt. You keep believing the word of the Lord. And so I'm going to close out with this prayer. And it's a part of Daniel 9, 7. And we'll let us stand. It says, now, and this is my prayer to the Lord. Now, therefore, O Lord, hear the prayer of thy servant in supplication and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sakes. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, of our sins, inequities, and transgressions. There's many needs that need to be met here tonight, Lord. So move in a mighty way. We ask, O Lord, that you stretch forth thy hand and heal, that thy signs and wonders be done in the wonderful name of Jesus.